everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you today? I'm all right. Excellent. You look good. Thank you very much. You're dressed nicely. Oh, thank you. Your hair looks beautiful. Does it? It does. I didn't do much with myself today, so I appreciate you thinking so. Well, I'm trying to paint a picture for our listeners. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. She's sitting here in hair rollers and a ratty <laughs> bathrobe. It's not that bad. No. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, as far as the Disney Wish, uh, the Imagineering of the Disney Wish has some construction updates from Germany. That's right. The bridge has been installed. That was a huge block of the ship. As we've mentioned before, uh, the ship is actually uh, built like a, like a Lego set. Uh, they assemble pieces and then stick them together, mm-hmm. uh, float them down the river. Uh, so that's very big. The uh, bridge is also known as the wheelhouse. Um, and uh, that is in place, and the bow of the ship is in position, which is the uh, the front of the ship. Uh, so if you look at the ship, it it is uh, slowly taking place. It's it's in dry dock, uh, so it's very interesting to see the entire ship out of the water. Uh, and of course, it doesn't have its final coloring, final paint scheme on it yet. So it it does look like a uh, almost like a jigsaw puzzle, um, and. Uh, you know, we, we talk about this ship being built in blocks. There's a hundred of them. Okay. Uh, when they assemble the 100 ship. hundred blocks? A hundred blocks. And uh, the tip of the bow alone is 500 metric tons in weight. So that's uh, that's a heavy piece of uh, a heavy piece of the ship. It sure is. And uh, it took them 10 hours to attach that to the rest of the ship. Well, that's cool. I'm so excited a, things are happening. It's a lot of welding. Um you know, I'm looking at the pictures on the Parks blog, and there's a cherry picker inside the the dry well that they're in, and uh, it's just it's dwarfed by by the size of the ship. It's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It is. Um, at Disneyland Paris, they have some new um, Marvel gear. Yeah, the you know we we mentioned a while ago that the Art of New York Hotel was being rethemed to the uh, Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel. And uh, it, just some really cool gear, uh, you know, with the Marvel uh, logo, the New York City skyline. Uh, they have a bunch of Iron Man armors, which are small-scale representations of the life-sized armors that they have on display in the hotel lobby. Um, it's just, it's a very cool, uh, very cool merchandise. And, and I'm, I'm not a fan, and like, I wouldn't usually buy resort merchandise, that's a complete lie. I love resort merchandise. Um, and even though my chances of going to Disneyland Paris are, are very small, um, I would I would purchase some of this stuff. I just I think the New York City skyline looks very cool. Uh, it does. Yeah, I, nice. I I like the the resort. It's it's very much an old school New York building. You know, like from the fifties, that Art Deco kind of uh, architectural style. Someday we'll get there. Hopefully. If you would like to go on the Disney Wish but weren't able to snag a spot or maybe weren't able to afford it, you can enter Freeform's Gronish Getaway Sweepstakes for a chance to win a Disney cruise aboard the Disney Wish in the summer of 2022. Now, see, we should have done this story right after we talked about the Disney Wish. Yes, well, your organization was poor. It is. Um, So, yeah, there's a new uh, sweepstakes. It's available now through August 24th. Uh, you can win a cruise um, on board the Disney Wish. It is a three-night cruise for four, uh, Bahamian itinerary, and uh, you can enter it by liking the sweepstakes post on the Gronish Instagram page, 
Follow the Gronish Freeform and Disney Cruise Line Instagram accounts. Comment hashtag Gronish Getaway Sweeps Entry and tag a friend. Okay. Uh, the prize travel must take place between June 4th and June 8th. So you you, <laughs> you have you have one cruise. You will be on that cruise <laughs> in 2022. So if you have plans for June 4th, don't even bother entering. Right. And that sweepstakes does include your sailing, uh, the, the cost of sailing on the Wish, airfare, uh, a Disney gift card, and a Castaway Key getaway package. Sweet. Yeah. Um, we talked before about these um, Disney family night dinners that they had at the resorts. Uh, they have a new one, I think, a different offering. Um, or are they just talking about it again? Yeah, they're just putting a highlight on them. Uh, they've they've done a, a a little video in the Disney Parks blog uh, Instagram account that highlights them. I, I like the presentation. Well, let's see if it. It doesn't actually look like that, though, dear. Well, you don't think it matches the photo? We're gonna have no. to see some. Maybe well, Dave is down there right now. We're gonna have to get him to get one and take a picture of it. Yeah, I doubt it looks anything like that. I really. like the, the Mickey Mouse head shaped pineapple pieces. Yeah, I mean, you might get one of those. Um, there's some, they have like cookies for decorating for dessert. They throw in the, you know, Disney World paper plates and get your forks and knives. It's like this one that they're showing is a bucket of chicken, some uh, bis- biscuits, maybe some vegetables. Um, the two offerings that I'm seeing here, let's see. Um, at the Centertown Market at Caribbean Beach, they've got, um, it's a chicken meal, um, Jamaican style chicken, fried yucca, cilantro rice, season, seasonal vegetables. Um, pull apart rolls, and then the decorate your own cookies. So it looks like each resort would only have one offering. So like that's the offering at Caribbean Beach. Yeah, and it's only right now at two resorts. Uh, it and uh, at uh, Grand Floridian, their three course meal, a pretty plain compared to what's offered at Caribbean Beach. But it's a garden salad, uh, savory lasagna, two Mickey cheese shaped, two Mickey shaped cheese or pepperoni pizzas, and then mini cheesecake with strawberry sauce. Um, you know, these meals also include a card game uh, related to Disney. So you get to do uh, some, you know, have some playtime with the family. And uh, these are available from 5 to 10 p.m. at the two resorts we mentioned. And uh, they serve three to four people. I think it's a great thing to do. You know, you go to Animal Kingdom. It closes at 6 or 7. You go back to your room. You order one of these bucket meals. Yeah. And uh, no, it's a nice idea. You play a card game yeah. and your, your night's done. All right. Um, in Disneyland, the um, Disney Parks blog is excited to announce the return of some dining experiences. That's right. Over at uh, Napa Rose, the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventure uh, will be coming back. Um, also, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar is going to start taking reservations for lunch and dinner beginning August 11th. And the first reservation date is going to be August 15th. Over at the Carnation Cafe, it's going to be opening September 16th. If you've never been, uh, Carnation Cafe is all about comfort food. Uh, Mickey Waffles in the morning. Well, and for lunch and dinner, too. So nice. You can always have Bring Mickey Waffles, on. right? Uh, you can get Walt's favorite chili, which we had when we went – well, I had when we went to the Disney Studios. And Chicken Fried Chicken. I love that. Which I've uh, – what is Chicken Fried Chicken? It's almost like it's very – has a very – Thick, um, crunchy coating on it. Okay. Uh, they also have a patty melt and a new short rib with homemade mac and cheese. Um, and then, as I mentioned, the Princess Breakfast is coming back uh, at Tanapa Rose. The Disney princesses will greet you on a private patio for a photo opportunity. Uh, the menu, um, sorry, the breakfast uh, and lunch menus 
uh, our three-tier tower of appetizers. Um, and let's see, kiwi, coconut, ham, cheese sandwiches, cranberry cheese, lobster salad, and a dingle hopper. Hmm. All right, then. All right. Kids get to choose between mac and cheese, princess waffles, or barbecue beef sliders for the main course. Uh, and that is coming back August 26th with bookings available beginning August 11th. Uh, Goofy's Kitchen is also coming back with breakfast and dinner buffets and serving stations on August 18th. Goofy and Friends will not be at the reopening, but they will be coming back at a later day. And the Goofy's, let's see, that is uh, opening August 18th with booking available on August 11th. And last but not least, Minnie and Friends Breakfast in the Park coming back to the Plaza Inn on August 12th with booking available August 11th. In case you're wondering, you do not get a picture with Minnie Mouse. Included. Included. No. They Even won't let you use your own camera. You. You're right. not allowed to use your own camera. They'll take a picture of you with a photo, like, I don't know, do they call it photo pass there? Sure. Let's call and, it photo uh, pass. And then they want to sell it to you. Right. If you paid to go to the Minnie breakfast, but you can't have a picture with Minnie unless you pay extra. Yeah. Ridiculous. A total hose job. It was awful. Yeah. I mean, the, the breakfast was okay. Listen, Karen. <laughs> I don't like that. We're not using Karen anymore. Okay. We're not doing that. Listen, Sally. Uh, all right. Um, so didn't we just talk about this? Galactic Star Cruiser? No, is that where I'm at? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, the next story is a repeat then. Um, the Talk about some... There's an, there's an article about the Galactic Star Cruiser, which um, we've been watching the progress of it. Uh, the Disney Parks blog has a little article on it, and then there's like six more stories about it. So let's... Um, breeze over this one and then move on to the other ones later. Well, the Parks blog was just highlighting the first commercial for the Galactic Star Cruiser. So the first commercial is out there. um, And then we'll talk a little bit later about the pricing that they've announced. Okay. All right. And then our next story is about the Disney Princess Breakfast at the Napa Rose, Goofy's Kitchen, and more restaurants that are reopening at Disneyland. Uh, Yeah. The (laughs) only thing here is that uh, with the reopening of everything, uh, the big news is that Trader Sam's is going to require reservations. Okay. So that's what that story was? Yeah. All right. Because I really thought that was just a repeat. All right. um, We've been so excitedly following the Disney Fab 50 collection. Um, The newest one to be released is the Donald Duck gold statue, which is coming to the Magic Kingdom. That's right. There were two announced. Uh, Donald Duck was announced by Eric Goldberg, a director at Walt Disney's Animation Studios, that uh, he would be a member of the Fab 50. And also... Uh, the Mad Hatter was introduced by Ashley Eckstein on the Walt Disney World uh, account. Uh, so uh, we're getting closer. I, I think that's like 15 of them now that have been announced. Boy. Uh, I know you're on the edge of your seat. I am. Look, looking forward to what Monday brings. Oh, yeah. Um, his, uh, hysterically exciting, the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor has reopened, uh, which is extra exciting because it's earlier than they said. That's right. Uh, it is now open from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day. And uh, like Mike Wazowski says, it's time to make funny with the haha. I love that show. It is. It's a great show. I've missed that when we were gone. I missed that. I missed fireworks. And you know what I really missed? Something that's reopening? Columbia Harbor House. Uh, well, tell us when it's reopening. Um, when is it reopening? It has reopened. It has, right? I've yeah. been closed for a year and a half. It finally reopened. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it. Tomorrowland Terrace was also selling selections from the Columbia Harbor House now, but that's now closed. Right. So what does uh, Columbia Harbor House serve on their menu? Uh, I know they have, I'm not, I don't know if that's in this article. According to the sign, it's chicken sandwiches and seafood. Oh, all right. Yeah, they have fish and chips. They have really good chicken tenders. 
Um, looks like fried uh, fried chicken, fried shrimp, and grilled salmon. And then Absolutely. they have some sandwiches. I know they do the um, the like hummus one, mm-hmm. the lighthouse sandwich. I think they call it. Yep. So you can dine there from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, and not a lot of people know that uh, once you get your meal, you can head on upstairs. Uh, there's seating up there. And, and it's, it's like a, semi-quiet as long as there's not a screaming child. Right. It's kind of nice. It is nice. And they do accept mobile orders. Awesome. At In Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom, Cool Ship has reopened. That's right. Cool Ship, where you can get churros and sodas, um, is is reopened. That's uh, that's the whole not story. Not to that. Nope. Um, the Hall of Presidents has reopened with the new Joe Biden audio animatronic. That's right. It's the debut of President Joe. Um, it reopened on August 3rd. So that was, what, Tuesday? No, they don't say anything. They just stand there, right? Uh, well, the pre- some of the presidents talk. But I, not the new I, ones. I don't believe Biden talks, no. I mean, I wonder what the newest one is that talks. Like, it's going pretty far back, right? Well, I believe that President Trump talked when... Uh, really? Yes. Oh. Uh, for some reason, Maybe he paid extra uh, for uh, Biden does not talk. It, it all depends what the president's schedule is and, and how soon they can record something gotcha. with him. Gotcha. All right. Um, the Main Street train station um, is being uncovered for the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary. Yeah, we had talked about half of the scrim uh, coming down a few weeks ago. Well, it looks like uh, now it is mostly removed and uh, they want it to look nice. Now, why and was it really up? Were they doing work on They the were building? refurbishing the train station. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it it's involved been a long re- time, right? repointing bricks or what. But, All right. Uh, but they're going to be done? Uh, hopefully. Okay. Uh, and the cool thing about that is they have also moved the repainted and refurbished Walt Disney World Railroad uh, train uh, on the tracks uh, oh, they up put on it, the top of the train station. They put it back? It is, it's not in service, but they have moved you the train it, to the station. Nice. Yeah. And it's been painted and, and it's all shiny, right? Yes. And that is, you know, there's, a, there's multiple trains. Uh, this was the Walter E. Disney train. Okay, good. Um, at Big Top Souvenirs, which is in the Magic Kingdom, the there's planters surrounding that area. I guess it looks like maybe it's going to reopen soon. That is the deal. Um, the planters are there to obscure... Uh, work that is being done either on the walkway or uh, in sight of the guest areas. Uh, so the planters extend uh, past the entrance down along the side of the building, and then they've got like these seven-foot trees inside the planters. So it's a lot nicer than construction wall. We love the rolling planter. Rolling planters from uh, Bob's Rolling Planters. In Tron News, um, the construction is moving along for the railroad tunnel, which is uh, near Tron Light Cycle Run. So I guess at least once that's finished, they can start up the railroad again, right? That is uh, that is true. Awesome. So that is um, what the mysterious structure is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It is, and that's that's right now. It's an assumption uh, is that this uh, structure could support a tunnel. Okay. Uh, so it'd be very cool if the railroad goes underneath. The Tron tracks. That would be cool. Yeah. And I bet it will because they know how to do cool stuff at Disney World. They do. All right. I think the next story was pretty much the same, right? Yes. Okay. So then we're going to talk about, hold on, we're loading. Oh, the boardwalk. The boardwalk. Not only are they, we we had mentioned uh, when we say boardwalk, not the Mm -hmm. boardwalk resort. No. Not the boardwalk around the boardwalk resort area. No, we're in the Magic Kingdom now. uh, But we're still in the Magic Kingdom over in Frontierland. There is the boardwalk uh, in front of the stores. And uh, we had mentioned that a section had been walled off for refurbishing the boards. Well, the boards are not only being refurbished, but they have been disassembled. 
Okay. Um, so the planks have been removed for refurbishment. I wonder if they're going to change them out and put in like a um, like a Trex type yeah. of yeah, maybe. All right. Well, and then you don't have to worry about people getting like slivers while they're sitting and waiting for the parades. Right. Uh, the there is scaffolding that has been erected at Splash Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, yep. Uh, the funny thing though is that Splash Mountain is not on any type of refurb schedule. Well, maybe it's going to be. Uh, usually they close each winter, but uh, Splash Mountain has not closed since February 2020. Mm-hmm. So I uh, don't know if this is part of the retheming, um, but nothing, you know, when, when the retheming comes along, they're going to have to put it on the refurb schedule because that's going to take them multiple months oh, yeah. to, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this could just be like many other attractions, just some work on the facade. Right. Okay. Um, if you're an annual pass holder, if you like coffee, and if you want to feel a little special, you can head on over to Joffrey's Coffee in Epcot for the secret annual passholder exclusive Nitro Dreams cold brew. That's right. I didn't know. So we know that Universal has done this with AP specific drinks, um, but I didn't know that Disney is, is getting on this train too. Um, so if you are an annual pass holder, uh, this Nitro Dreams coffee is a liquored up coffee. So it is a cold brew cocktail consisting of nitro cold brew, cream, Kahlua coffee liqueur, and vodka, uh, which is, I guess, a spin on a white Russian. Um, it's not advertised at the booth, but if you are an annual pass holder, you have to order one and show your pass, and it will be available to you for purchase. Okay. Yeah. Um, dates have been announced for Disney Vacation Club's previews of Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Very exciting. DVC, DVC preview dates are September 5th, 17th, and 20th. Uh, if you're a DVC member with vacations during those times, you will have received an email this morning with uh, information on how to register. All right. Which is kind of nice because it, it a lot of times they'll announce the dates and then all sorts of people book. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just, okay, if you're booked, you get to ride it. Right. So I wonder what happens if somebody says, now I want to book for September 5th. I mean, they probably can as long as there's availability, but okay. But there probably isn't very much. Right. Um, another Disney Fab 50 statue, so maybe we're going to be up to 16. What? The Woody and Bo Peep statue that is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's right. That was introduced by Annie Potts, who voices Bo Peep. Uh, do you know who else, uh, what, what non-Disney character Annie Potts plays? No, the name is very familiar, but no. The secretary in Ghostbusters. I did know that. Yep. Yep. I'm very much looking forward to the new Ghostbusters movie coming this summer. There's a new Ghostbusters movie? You didn't see? Another one? Yeah. With who? Um, uh, Paul Rudd. Oh. You know I love Paul yeah, Rudd. Paul Rudd and the original Ghostbusters. That's awesome. At least have a cameo. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it, back to uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, an add-on captain's table dining experience is listed among the full list of food offerings um, at the hotel. That's right. Uh, while everyone is going to eat in the Crown of Corellia dining room, uh, there is going to be an option with uh, dining with the captain, uh, but we'll get to that in a second. So we know it's a two-night adventure. Uh, on the first night of the, your adventure, the dining room transforms into a table service supper club with a musical appearance by a galactic superstar. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that's Cy Snoodles uh, from Star Wars movie or maybe Max Rebo. I don't know. Um, but that will be a special dining and entertainment uh, meal. The second evening is called Taste Around the Galaxy, which will showcase courses inspired by the geography and environments of iconic destination 
planets throughout the galaxy. Um, with each course, there will be a brief introduction presenting the name, inspiration, and ingredients of the dishes. The meal includes group appetizers for the table, a choice of entree, and a plated dessert. Um, so much like regular cruises, there will be two dining seatings, uh, first and second dining. Um, and then for breakfast and lunch, you will also have it available in the dining room. Um, you will get small hot and cold plates for breakfast with a variety of uh, beverages, including juices, coffee, and Bubo Wamba Family Farms Blue Milk. Nice. So if you're a fan of the blue milk, uh, you can get that. Uh, during lunch, you get a collection of small bites like sandwiches, soups, mini flatbreads, salads, and sweets. Um, and then if you want to go to the Sublight Lounge, you can uh, sip a beverage um, and conspire with a smuggler. Uh, on Batu, you get a quick service meal at uh, any of their quick service locations. And then if you want a special uh, location that does cost extra, and we haven't even talked about the cost of the <laughs> actual experience yet, uh, you can arrange to sit at the captain's table. Um, and you will enjoy the captain's favorite dishes with a prime seating location in the center of the dining room. Uh, and this is a unique experience because there, is, of course, is only one captain's table mm -hmm. uh, per seating. Mm -hmm. um, so that will be an additional fee. All right. Well, you know what's not an additional fee? What's that? The entry into Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Disney's Hollywood Studios um, and front-of-the-line access to both Galaxies as attractions are included with a stay at Star Wars Gal Galactic Cruiser. Well, you know what? I think that's awesome. Yeah. I because mean, you get when you hear the price of how much this costs, which we probably should have covered first. Right. Um, yeah, you better get something special. The best they can do is throw you a bone and give you front-of-the-line access. Right, right. Um, is this the next story about how much this thing costs? Because we really need to get to that. Um, no, but we, we can talk about that if you want to. All right. Where is it? Uh, it's a couple tabs over. That's not it. So sure, let That's me nice. go uh, ahead. You do it. Let me mention it. Um, so they have announced how much it's going to cost to stay on the Galactic Star Cruiser, um, based and this is sample pricing. Of course, things are going to change by date. Um, you know, uh, like regular resort cruising. Um, I'm sorry, like a regular resort stay at Disney World, if you stay during Christmas, it's going to be the most expensive. Uh, if you're staying in October, pricing is going to, to change slightly uh, lower. Um, but based on uh, standard rates, two guests per cabin, uh, the voyage will cost $4,809. That is uh, $1,209 per person per night. If you go to three guests per cabin, uh, the voyage total is $52.99, which is $889 per guest. And if you put four people in the cabin, the cost goes to $5,999, which averages out to $749 per guest per night. Now, if you're a party of four, it's going to cost you less. Mm -hmm. That is a, a right. complete example uh, of what they do on a regular cruise. Yeah. Um, it's always the most expensive for your first two cruisers. Yeah. Um, and... With the cruise line, even if you have one person in that room, they have to pay the cost of two people. Right. Um, and then your third and fourth guest are a uh, discounted uh, version, a right. uh, discounted cost. Yeah. It's, so it, once you get to the third and first fourth person, you're not really playing, paying for the room so much anymore. Now you're just paying for the experiences and the food that that person's eating and all that kind right. of thing. So what does this get you? You get a two-night stay in a cabin or a suite, uh, and that was just for a regular cabin. That's not suite pricing. Yeah, please. Uh, there are 100 cabins in total. Mm -hmm. um, you get ongoing immersive and interactive entertainment where choices determine your experience. 
food and beverages on the Star Cruiser, excluding alcoholic and specialty beverages, a quick service meal at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo and other select locations at Disney's Hollywood Studio, admission to Disney's Hollywood Studios for your planetary excursions to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, valet parking, and an exclusive Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser data band, known on your home planet as a magic band. Um, So... Uh, the standard cabin sleeps four to five. It includes a, a queen bed and two berth bunk beds um, and, you know, regular hotel amenities. A galaxy class suite sleeps four passengers, um, but includes a double vanity, bay area window, bar area, two windows with views out into space, extra Star Wars supply, surprises, and a living space. Um, then, of course, you have a uh, Grand Captain Suite, which is a two-bedroom suite that sleeps eight people. Um, and that includes two queen beds, two berths, and two wall pull-down beds. So uh, plenty of options. Yeah. All right. So now are we done with the uh, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser? Oh, now? no. There's still more Galactic Star Cruiser news. Cheryl Kane, how long is this show? I know. It's going to oh, be crazy. I, Cheryl needs to go to bed. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's tell you this, that... Um, Disney has mentioned on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser fact page that it is not an actual trip into space. <laughs> Thank you so much. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Well, for that price, it should be, but, you know, whatever. So uh, they also released a sample three-day itinerary. I won't bore Cheryl or you guys with it, um, but I will post it on our webpage. And it is essentially like a regular cruise. On day one, you arrive at 1 p.m., and on day three, uh, you are taking a launch pad back to the arrival terminal between 9.30 and 10 a.m. Okay. So you will get one full day. Uh, a pretty good-sized day on the first day, and then that third morning, it's just get off the ship. Right, which is exactly what they do. Yeah, Right. You get breakfast, and then they kick you off. Yep. That's how they work it. All right. So let's go back to, where were we? Back to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Um, some new show, show elements have been added as work is continuing on Disney Kite Tales. Um, that's the new show that's going where, what did they call that? Rivers of Light? Yes. Yeah. So Rivers of Light, which took place at the Discovery River Amphitheater, um, is being prepared. Uh, the new Disney Kite Tales show is about two months from opening, uh, and they're just continuing to add more show elements uh, to the uh, to the area. Um, so uh, they've added, looks like, some disco balls, which are uh, globe lights. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess there's going to be some light. Okay. Yeah. Um, equally non-exciting news. I'm going to talk about this, then we're going to move on. The tarps have returned to the exterior of the Contemporary Resort. Um, so we thought they were gone. They're not. They're still working on the um, reimagining and, um, you know, adding Incredibles to that resort. Yeah, but that's, right now it's just the bottom row of balconies. Yeah. Whereas previously it had been the entire, uh, every residential floor in the resort. Okay. So um, the Yachtsman Steakhouse just reopened, and along with that, the Cruise Cup Lounge also reopened. So That's right. So Steakhouse and Lounge. Yeah. Exciting. Um, uh, oh, that's Star Wars Galactic Cruiser doesn't really take you to space. <laughs> and that's more Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, well, now we're on to Disney that's Cruise Line. Galactic Star Cruiser. I'm sorry. I'm clicking through all these Star Cruiser that's all right. Stories. Well, speak, speaking of cruising. Yes, the, real cruising. Here we go. Uh, the Our home planet here on Earth, uh, Disney Cruise Line has extended the final payments for cruises through January 31st of 2022. Um, they have changed their policy temporarily to extend final payment to 60 days prior to sailing. 
That's uh, good. Whereas it used to be 90 days. Yeah, good. All right. There is a friendly pre-embarkation reminder from Disney Cruise Line um, that previews uh, the Safe Passage website. Uh, yeah, just a, a quick reminder from Disney Cruise Line. Uh, they want to make sure that their guests are aware that they require pre-trip COVID-19 testing, embarkation COVID-19 testing, trip insurance, COVID-19 vaccination, registration on, on the Safe Passage website, online check-in, and make sure you have transfers from uh, OIA to the port. Yeah, I mean, it's not an easy thing. If you want to cruise on Disney, there is definitely some steps you have to take before you can get on that ship. Yeah. Like, and well before you leave home. Right. So, um, I think yeah, the big thing there, on. the big thing there is if you're over 12 and you are unvaccinated, you have to carry insurance coverage. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. Yeah. All right, Disney Cruise Line is searching for main stage dancers for the Disney Wish. That's right. If you're a dancer, uh, you can uh, apply online. Um, you must be trained in ballet and jazz, and male-identified roles require tumbling and or tap. Okay. We talked a little bit about what was going on with the Disney Wish. Um, this next story I have here, it talks about a construction update, but I feel like maybe we just did that. Yeah, it was uh, the bow installation, uh, pretty much what we talked about in the uh, Disney Parks blog. Okay. Then let's go to entertainment news where um, Walt Disney Animation Studios is going to be moving their series production to a new Vancouver location. Well, you say moving, uh, but it's just going to be supplementing uh, what they do in Burbank. Um, It's an expansion. Uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios previously only worked out of the Burbank studio. Okay. Uh, So now they are opening a new location in Vancouver. um, And uh, the first project for this new studio is going to be a Moana series for Disney+. Plus which was originally slated to be released in 2023, but has now been delayed to 2024. Kind of crazy that it's going to take three years to debut a uh, cartoon. Um, So, yeah, uh, this uh, Vancouver studio is expected to be open by January 2022 and is uh, taking information from potential applicants on their uh, Disney Disney Animation.com website. Awesome. So if you like to draw... And you don't mind moving to Canada. (laughs) We got a job for you. That's right. Star Wars The Bad Batch has been renewed for a second season on Disney+. Plus. Yep, that was announced uh, today. And uh, they will return for a second season in 2022. And tomorrow is the uh, first part of a two-part finale for season one. Um, Disenchanted um, is going to, has wrapped up filming and it's going to be uh, released on Disney Plus in 2022. That's uh, that's the whole story. That's awesome. a wrap. Very good. Amy Adams announced that. Team members um, will get to preview Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Florida coming up on August 31st. That's right. There's a preview from August on August 31st from 31st from 7 p.m. to 1 p.m. So 1 a.m., I guess. It says 1 p.m. in the story. Uh, it is a technical rehearsal, uh, which means it is their last opportunity to test everything. Um, but it's cast members who are used to that behind-the-scenes stuff anyway. Cool. Uh, multi-night tickets, frequent fear passes, um, I guess that's all, are now available for Halloween Horror Nights at the Universal Orlando Resort. That's right. Previously, they had been selling single-night tickets, but they now have several levels of passes uh, there is the uh, Rush of Fear Pass, uh, which allows you to come the first 16 nights. Wow. And save $20 off the front gate when you buy online. 
Yeah, I mean, those have been big in the past, these, you know, multi-experience passes. Mm -hmm. I guess if you live near there and you're really into it, people go a ton of times. Right, and this gives you admission to the first 16 Nights of Scares. Uh, Then they have a Halloween Horror Nights Frequent Fear Pass, which includes 26 nights. Mm -hmm. And then the Frequent Fear Plus Pass is 35 nights. And then the Ultimate Frequent Fear Fear Pass gives you admission to every single night of the event. Uh, And... uh, that ultimate frequent fear pass will cost you $304.99 plus tax. But I mean, what is it? Like probably almost $100 just to go. Right. So if you're going to go three or four nights, yeah. you may as well just get the that pass. You can go whenever you want. And then, of course, they want to tack the uh, express on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. A little extra money. Right. Um, a state of emergency has been extended in Orange County. Um Florida, as the county has now passed a 20% positivity rate. That's right. That's insane. Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings has extended the state of emergency for another seven days. Orange County currently has a 20.83 positivity rate. That's insane. Um, back in May, it was when the mandates were lifted, it was the mask mandates were lifted, it was 4.7%. Um, they are still doing over 1,000 new cases per day. And on August 4th, they saw 1,409 new cases with unvaccinated individuals making up 98% of that number. Yeah. I mean, 20% of everybody who's tested actually has it. That's, that's, has it been that high ever? Any, like, uh, yeah, those numbers are like astronomical. That's crazy. Um, the medical officer for the uh, Orange County is stating that they are now seeing a larger demand for the COVID-19 vaccine, especially among younger generations who did not initially receive it. Um, But officials expect hospitalizations and deaths will continue to increase over the next two weeks. Okay. The White House is planning to require foreign travelers to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, which um, sort of is interesting to what will happen at Walt Disney World. That's right. The White House is developing a plan to have most foreign travelers be fully vaccinated. Um, There are restrictions on international travel in the U.S. from uh, most of Europe, China, South Africa, India, Iran, Brazil, and more. Uh, The White House will not lift uh, restrictions yet due to a rise in COVID-19 cases and the Delta variant, but it does want to reopen travel soon. Uh, The Biden administration has told Reuters that they have interagency groups working to have a system ready so that they can reopen travel. Um, And that will include a phased approach over time with limited exceptions. That means foreign nationals will need to be fully vaccinated. Uh, So the White House is also communicating with airlines and other travel travel organizations about how to uh, properly implement a vaccine requirement and what proof would be required. So there's no timeline on when that is expected to be in place. Okay. All right. That's our show. Phew. Do you have any final words? No, I'm ready for bed. All right. Then I hope everybody has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.